This podcast is part of the Michigan Sports and Entertainment Podcast Network. Go to michigansportsandentertainment.com for more great podcasts. Welcome, everybody, to the Skeptical Skeptics Podcast. I'm your host, RJ Metzger. And I'm Rachel Metzger. We're on episode 25. So wanted to start out the show with some call outs for some people who reached out to us in the last week. So Kendra McCaw, JT Tatum, who actually gave you your story, I think. Pretty sure that came from JT. Yeah. Uh, Francis Jacqueline, who helped me out with my pronunciation of a place that I immediately forgot what she told me how to say. So I'm not even going to try, but thank you for your help. this one's kind of hard for me, so I hope I don't mess it up. But Lishia Napo or Liskia, potentially. Um, but thank you for reaching out as well. And then Anna Hayes, who's also a new listener. Um, so thank you all for your kind words and your comments and for some leads on stories as well, um, which like Bernard and uh, Melina from last week. Uh, we really appreciate you guys for reaching out. And yeah, thank you. So hope you're enjoying the show. What- and everyone. Is enjoying the show, not just them. No, it's true. But if you'd like a call out on the show, reach out to us on social media or leave a review with your name on there and we will call you out, even if it's not five stars. I don't really care. Um, but if you're going to leave a one star review, tell us why, because it's still <laughs> only our one, our one and only negative it's making review. us crazy. Yeah. And they didn't even say what the reason was. I mean, it could be a plethora of things, but I choose to believe they're a lizard person. They're mad that we're catching on to them, mm-hmm. especially about the whole like the vibe. Especially about the vibe. You just, you feel it. (laughs) You feel that there's a lizard person nearby. So we really don't have any other news about the show. We, uh, we broke there for a minute to discuss it. And we've come up with nothing other than my dad has ordered yet another (laughs) shirt. Which is how many now? I think it's his second attempt and we'll see if it works out for him. Okay. But that's not, um, a negative on our swag store. My dad is just, as he put on Facebook from the 18th century and is having trouble with technology. Which is as per usual. Yeah. And by the way, he still calls it the Facebook and not because he's hip and was there in 2005 when it was the Facebook. It's just because he's, he's wrong. Old. Yeah. He just calls Which it the Facebook. You're talking to him. He, he's going to hear this. Oh, yeah. He's going to be laughing right now. Guaranteed while driving. Well, maybe not driving. Wishing you luck, Dad, on oh, yeah. your surgery His coming up. Surgery. Yep. That's just news in our life. That is news in our life. My dad's having a knee replacement. So we're uh, excited about that because he's been gimpy for quite a while now. How long has it been? Three years, two years, two years. Hmm. Yeah, it's been about two years. Um. Anyway, yeah, I mean, the show's doing really well for sure, but just nothing new. Oh, no, we did. We set a new record. So we had thirteen hundred downloads in a day and two thousand downloads in a week. So that's a new record Which for the show. Like insane. Yeah, I mean, it's a we were literally a downloads. month ago, not a month ago. No, three weeks like ago at, around launch. What? No. no, I'm saying like three weeks ago, we were literally getting like 80 views a week. No. For yeah. the past five weeks, we've averaged a thousand a week. Okay, whatever. Before this whole spike happened, whatever it was. It was like 120 was, a week, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, so we've like 10 x um, in the last five weeks. But anyway. Blows my mind. And yeah, still going up, so we appreciate everybody for listening. But yes, it is mind-blowing. I feel like at some point you're going to have to go back to all the episodes and count how many times you said we appreciate you or it's all at least of you <laughs> it's three times an episode because i really do appreciate them that's you've already said it twice now yeah i said at least it's no, probably I'm like 3.4 like, times an episode if i had to guess um it's like you could turn this into a 
like a drinking game if you wanted to. Well, here in in about a year, I won't be saying it anymore and they're all going to think I'm a jerk. And then you're going to be like, wow, that's the last time you haven't said it in so long. I don't know. I don't think you're ever going to stop. I'm, I'm just glad you don't say appreciate anymore. Appreciate you guys for not being mean to me like she is. <laughs> I say appreciate. It's just the A is soft. Now, it's a soft no. A. Appreciate. Uh-uh. Appreciate. No, appreciate. You used to say appreciate all the time. <sighs> anyway. So in the news this week, there was a giant lion fossil found in Kenya. Okay. But not in the ground. It was in a museum drawer. It was not accepted into uh, mainstream science because somebody stuffed it into a drawer. What? Yeah. Who was this person that was like, this isn't important? I don't know. But this... Also, what kind of drawer did they put it in? You said it was I mean, giant. Yeah, it must have been a giant drawer, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Equally what is a this giant drawer? drawer. I don't have any drawers big enough to put a giant, like, ancient lion fossil in. Yeah, and you guys will see, this is actually contextually relevant for what I'm talking about today, but the species dubbed Simba Kubwa Kutokafrika. Mm. Okay. I think I did a good job there. Uh, but anyway, Simba is... I mean, that's the first thing I noticed. Uh, but anyway, right. well, meaning, it, wait, doesn't Simba mean lion? Yeah, I think so. Big African lion is the translation translation in Swahili. Uh, it roamed East Africa about two, 20 million years ago. And the huge creature was significantly larger than a modern lion and even bigger than a polar bear, perhaps. Wow. Yeah, huge. And just stuffed away in a, in stuffed a drawer. Stuffed away in a drawer. And it should have been <laughs> figured out forever ago. But anyway, we found him again. Um, yeah. So there you go. So this week, what are you talking about, Rachel? I am talking about the haunted railroad tracks in San Antonio. Thank you, JT. That I've never heard of until him, even though I've spent other than two years of my life, my entire life in Texas. So I feel pretty disgusted that I've never heard of this. I have heard of this. um, And I said that I heard about it, but I know next to nothing. So I'm very excited to have my mind blown by the story. Anyway, so I'm talking about cryptids that ended up being real, which is why the whole huge lion thing was like contextually relevant. So we talk a lot about cryptids. Well, not a lot. We've tried to find more. Um, I think one of our last most successful ones was uh, Skateboard Squamp, right? The Lizard Man. That was like the first one I ever talked about. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm joking. There was Vietnamese rock apes. We did vampires. <laughs> Barely. Not really. Hey, they were vampires. Or it was a vampire. Yeah, not really, though. Um, but yeah, so the thing about Wait, cryptids. Black Shuck. Black Shuck. We're going to do a Bigfoot special, which is why really like the whole cryptid thing has been hard to touch for us because well, I feel um, like most cryptids like that people really know about need their own episode, like same as Nessie. Yeah. But the, and the reason why we have trouble with it, because we always are like, well, let's do a monster. Let's do oh, a cryptid. Wait, and your monkey things. The World War Two ones. Vietnamese rockets. Oh. The ones I just said. Try listening. I listening to not me. Clearly, I have nothing else to even be paying attention to. I know you're just staring at the dog, (laughs) like freaking Cole over there, just like not paying attention. Anyway, yes. So the thing about cryptids that's tough is it's really hard. They're they're all so dang similar, right? Like not the cryptids themselves, but the stories are all so similar. I was in the woods. Something creepy happened. And now I'm freaking out about it. Well, and, and I kind of feel like it's always the same story of like, it could be real. Yeah. And, and yeah. We always come to the same conclusions. Right? right. And so that's what makes crypt, crypt is tough. So um, I feel like once we do the Bigfoot special, like that'll be kind of like a big weight off our shoulders. And then maybe we can jump into some other ones. But like I said, it's just it's it's just tough because they're so similar. Um, and so it's hard to come up with like original ideas from it. So I kind of wanted to go at it from a different perspective, the skeptical side of things. 
and re what's it called um what am i trying to say you know live inside your brain i don't know where oh recalibrate that's it uh i'm trying to recalibrate us to where we kind of like understand that even though all these stories are very similar, like throughout history, these stories have happened and they ended up being real things. And I think that kind of brings me back to the excitement behind cryptids. Right. Is that like it really could be like a giant and not even could be lizard but like swamp man should be right. Not a lizard swamp man. Like that's a bad example, but like not a bad example. There could be a giant <laughs> lizard, but like the uh, the Jersey Devil. Right. Like I see it all the time. It matches the description of large bats that are just in other parts of the world. Right. Or any kind of like um, coyote or dog with mange or any any other animal with mange ended up being chupacabra, right? So first of all, like a fan favorite would be the platypus, of course, right? Wait. It was a cryptid at one point. What? <laughs> really? You didn't know that? <laughs> no. Yeah, so the platypus... Well, okay, so put yourself in the mind of like an 18th or 19th yeah, no, they're century weird as hell. I get scholar. It. Yeah, totally. Um, Here's the best part. So it was originally thought to be a hoax because somebody did bring it to mainstream science and brought the body. And the first, uh, like a bunch of reputed uh, biologists and zoologists, like their first thing they tried to do was pry off the bill because they thought. Oh, sad. Well, I mean, it was already dead. I know, but still. But they thought it was glued on like as a a joke. Right. But anyway, so um, one of the original scientists like um, described it as you an anomalous creature with the bill of a duck glued to a beaver's body with otter's legs and that's venomous but lays eggs that does sound absolutely insane right it when does, you put but it, it also way. describes a platypus pretty well right and like even as a kid like we grew up saying like plat- platypi are like weird right i think that that's plural I, it could be platypuses i remember joking about it as a kid and i can't remember which one's right who just walks around talking about platypuses everybody i never did well okay <laughs> That's that that makes one of us in the room. So which one's weird? We don't know. I think I know. Too small of a sample size. Anyway, so the thing about a platypus is we grow up knowing that they're real, right? But like back then, yeah. Yeah, and we still even think like what a weird animal, right? Like that's one of your first go-to weird animals, but like it's just so cemented that it's a real thing. I just thing, always you know? think of um Psyduck. Yes, Psyduck. And actually it's funny you bring up Pokemon. We're gonna get back into that in a minute. Anyway, so another one was the unicorn. Um, We actually found that there were unicorn type things running around. Uh, I've never heard of this. Yeah. So you're making little girls dreams come true right now. Well, hold hold the phone on that one. Maybe not. Pump your brakes, son, because it was actually closer to like a furred rhino. But the uh, horse, like the head was more similarly shaped to a horse. And so if you found one of these things like the skeleton, of it, you would think it was a unicorn, right? Uh, but but if you Google it, it looks like a furred rhino. Uh, they're pretty big and beastly. But anyway, so it was thought to have gone extinct 350,000 years ago, but it turns out they actually made it to 29,000 years ago, so bringing it closer to the surface than geological record. So some of these stories of unicorns could have come from having found this skeleton, right? Oh, mm, makes sense. The other one I wanted to talk about was the Baku, which, like, You said because you brought up Pokemon, right? I don't know what a Baku is, though. Chinese and Japanese folklore say that it's a nightmare eater. Um, But you've seen these. So, uh, you know, the like weird. uh, Well, maybe you haven't. I need to show you a picture, so I'll do that later. But anyway, if you guys Google a Baku phone, you know, Okay, go ahead and look at it. But anyway, so if you guys also whip out your 
phones without turning off this podcast um, and look up a Baku. I'm sure you've seen these before in Chinese and Japanese. Baku. B-A-K-U. Oh, I did see you. No wonder. Hmm. There it is. So anyway, it was reported to be a nightmare eater and you could call on it. Uh, It was like an ancestral. uh, And this is both Japanese and Chinese uh, lore, like way, way old. Right. Um, But anyway, you could call on it to get rid of a nightmare, but you should do so cautiously. And it would only have to be like it would have to be pretty dire circumstances, because if it was unsatisfied after eating your nightmare, it could eat your hopes and dreams and make you a shell of a human. Right. So in the ancient folklore, uh, these hunters would go out and get the pelt of the Baku and then keep the pelt as like a talisman. So then they could just like use it like a dream catcher and, and get rid of the nightmares. Okay. And then even today, um, Chinese and Japanese like people can still have like talismans of, uh, the Baku or like pictures of the Baku around. And that's what it still represents the same thing. So it was described as having a bear's body, an elephant's nose, the ti- a tiger's feet, an oxen tail, and rhinoceros's eyes. Okay, but specifically the elephant's nose. So, uh, according to most legends, the Baku was created from the spare pieces that were left over when the gods finished creating all other animals. Right? Okay. Okay. So this ended up in modern times for us millennials. Um, we would recognize the Baku as Drowsy, the Pokemon. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. It's a tape here. So. Oh, I know what that is. Yeah. It looks like a giant pig with a trunk, right? That, that's a tapir. But the thing about tapirs is they have the black like head. Mm-hmm. So if you were wandering in the woods at night and you saw one of these things, you might think it was a demon. Um, and that's where it started. So it was an ancient, ancient cryptid that has modern lore and legends. Um, that is just a tapir, which is very similar to a pig. Huh, interesting. Yeah. You want to talk more away from the mic or? Sorry, I was looking. Something just caught my eye. <laughs> You're going to just keep doing it? I had, I was, I'm showing you what I was doing. I had vomit on my shoulder from cold and it freaked me out. And because when I went like this, I was like, what's that? And it's baby throw up. Yeah, that would make you turn away from the mic. Yeah, okay. so leave Fair me alone. Anyway, so another one that you might not have known was discovered. And I did not know it was discovered, but it made me very excited. Oh gosh, I taught him this. No, no, no. No, no, we're not going to talk about this again on the podcast. It makes me so sad. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Fine. OK, I didn't know narwhals were real until I was in college. <laughs> and by in college, I mean me. Yeah. And it was, RJ was like, our narwhals are crazy, like unicorns. And I was like, except that they're real. And he was like, they're mind what? blown. <laughs> yeah, I freaked out. Um, but anyway, yeah. Why would I think that a freaking unicorn isn't real? But they're then nothing like a unicorn. A it's a tooth, dude. Yonicorn. Yonicorn. Narwhal. It's a tooth. Okay, that's what, like, most horns are. That's not even close to true. All right, you're right. But narwhals. I mean, yeah, but a tooth that goes right out of its head. Why does it have to make a fart noise? <laughs> it's just what happened. But anyway, like, why would I I'm think that that's real? I'm not saying it's not real? crazy, but, like, platypuses or also, they're platypi like, are real. They're, like, fantastical creatures, but they're real. How is it any different than, like, a rhino? Because it's a freaking horn, a beautiful unicorn horn. Rhinos have horns. Yeah, but it's not, it's different. Rhinos I've seen at the zoo. Never saw a narwhal at the zoo. I anyway, mean, you haven't seen a lot of animals at the zoo, but they still exist. So anyway, hobbits are real. Hobbit. That's what I was getting at. Not narwhals. Yes, the hobbit was a real thing. Homo florensiensis was a ancient like hobbit-like creature 
And by creature, I mean human. That's not really like it was a human. But anyway, um, that was no larger than a human three year old fully grown at 30 years old. They were three point three feet tall or about one meter. And um, one specimen that they found was fifty five pounds or twenty five kilograms. And they lived about eighteen thousand years ago and they were hobbit like. So not only that, but the, some of the like fantastical stories that could come from them uh, was they lived on a remote island with Komodo dragons and pygmy elephants. So, well, did they have ginormous feet? It didn't specify, but I choose to believe that they did. And they were hairy. Yeah, they kind of looked like me, but way shorter. There you go. Um, I'm actually not hairy. Well, my feet. Yeah, my Your feet, feet are, pretty, are grossly well, hairy. Let's not talk about my hair. You feet brought it on. up, man. I was just making a hobbit joke, but now we're talking about. <laughs> Okay, we've touched on two of my very few insecurities already. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I have hobbit feet, guys, so I won't post a picture of that to social media. Yeah, account. you don't want to see it. You're welcome. Um, they're not that bad. They're pretty rough. Okay, yeah, they're pretty the rough. The calluses and everything. Okay, we don't need to talk about those. <laughs> Can we not? Thank you. Okay. Uh, next one is going to be the giant squid and its cousin, the Ugh. colossal squid. All I think of is those creepy, like, deep water videos where it's all dark and then all of a sudden you just see like squid yeah so the first one of those was in 2006 which was the first time we ever caught a giant squid on tape and confirmed its existence uh like like continued existence which marks a pretty impressive record of 2000 years from first sighting because we have stuff from like year one to 2006 of confirmed like knowledge of this thing still being around um I wonder if that means back then it like actually came up in the water. Well, I mean, they they do. So like we they don't really anymore, not unless they're dead. No, no, they still do. I thought they didn't. I thought they stayed. Super no, they deep did. They were just so hard to find. No. And the other thing, like the big evidence for these, the, the way that a lot of sailors always knew they existed were um, battle wounds on on whales. That was the big deal. You, oh, you'd have okay. suction marks and like beak uh, imprints on a whale. And the only thing that could do it would be a massive octopus or squid. Hmm. So anyway, the giant squid um, was found in 2006, but was only filmed in its own habitat in 2012. Right. I've seen that video. Yeah. It's terrifying. Well, we watched it together whenever. It's terrifying. Yeah. So the one that was filmed was 24 feet long, um, mm-hmm. but they can be over 40 feet long or 13 meters. And like I said, 2000 years from sighting to confirmation. So that's very incredible. Um, although this article that I read was like kind of mean because they were like, well, you know, something like the ocean could hide it, but not a small lake in Scotland, which is making fun of Loch Ness. And that's very rude. Mean. It's very pointed. Yeah, it's unnecessary. Pointed. It's just like, you don't Jerks. know. You could have just been scientific, but you had to add mean attitude. <laughs> right. So the other one is uh, called an okapi, um, which I'm, I guarantee you've seen it. No, um, I've heard of that. I yeah, know what that is. But if you Google it, you'll definitely recognize it. But it's a very close relative to the giraffe, although you wouldn't really get that from looking at it because it looks like a zebra and a donkey had a baby. Yep. Um, so the copy was widely reported, um, but was not recorded until 1901 due to living in dense forests. Um, again, not that weird, but again, like it was just one that like it had a 30 year reputation and several like 30 year expeditions to go find it before they actually recorded it, which is incredible. Also, Komodo dragons, which were not accepted until 1910, which lived in Borneo with mountain gorillas, um, which we'll talk more about apes, but these mountain gorillas that they lived with actually inspired King Kong. And then their existence as the lizards inspired the like lizard battle. 
Well, I like to believe the gorillas like had them as pets. No, no, no. They didn't get along, I'm guessing. Um, but anyway, they actually lived in what translates to the impenetrable, impenetrable forest, which explains why it's so difficult to track them down. And then the most probably contextually relevant one to like a Bigfoot special or us or any cryptid uh, people would be apes. So the big thing about apes were we all and several generations back all accept that apes are a thing, right? Yeah. Not always that way, which I didn't know that actually. Um, It sounds so simple when you say it, but yeah, I mean, it was uh, so stories from Africa of ape men, wild men and hairy ape men uh, were regarded like Bigfoot stories. They thought it was complete bunk um, until they actually shot two of them and had two great apes yeah i can see um, that how they i mean they do look like people yeah yeah i get it and if you were just perusing the forest yeah, you'd be like really Holy hairy crap. dude but well, yeah. they're huge right um so anyway again back to the king kong story like i was saying the mountain gorillas and stuff uh led to the king kong stories it was hyperbolized into that because it was such a sensation uh that we found these apes these legendary creatures uh that were and again there's like that there's that differentiation between mythological and legendary right and that's what a lot of people want to like say is a legendary creature is one that there's a lot of evidence for it being around it's just really hard to spot right where a mythological creature like a dragon there's almost there's no fossil record of it like it doesn't make any sense for it to to really exist uh but it's still there are stories about it but that legendary creature there is a distinction there and i found that's really interesting in the cryptozoological world So one of the main things uh, from the ape discoveries was Gigantopithecus, which I brought up briefly in the Rock Apes episode, but I wanted to bring up again. So you remember the new Jungle Book movie, but not the new, new one that we haven't seen, the other one? Yes. Because for some reason we needed two in like two years. But anyway, in the Disney's Jungle Book movie, King Louie, you know how he was freaking huge? Yeah. So obviously that was hyperbolized for the movie, but he's based on Gigantopithecus. Okay. So Gigantopithecus was... Uh, about 10 feet tall and could weigh 600 to 1100 pounds. He was absolutely Dang. massive. He was the largest um, like ape-like creature ever to roam the earth. And we have evidence of him existing. So this is what modern cryptozoologists think um, is the Bigfoot or Yeti. They think that this is it. Oh, okay. It just is, it existed. So what actually led to the downfall of Gigantopithecus, according to modern um and as far as we know, accurate science was that climate change forever ago um, went from an abundance of fruit, which actually let this big thing exist, to grasses, which couldn't sustain such a large animal. Mm. Right. Yeah. The cryptozoological idea behind this is that we have very small groups and sects of this thing that's survived, which makes sense. Yeah. Except for the fact that like. It doesn't make any sense, which we'll get into into the Bigfoot idea. But I'm just saying, like, I can see the logical leap, right? We have evidence that this thing existed at one point. So to say that it still exists is not as totally far fetched. Right. Anyway, so that's all I had. Um, Actually, there were a couple more examples. So there was the uh, frilled shark, which is a very ugly looking thing. Um, And apparently it was a cryptid. We found out it was real. Um. I think are, are we shocked it. about there being anything in the ocean that we didn't think is real that there is? No, I mean, I don't know how we could be like we've touched so little of it. Also, there's just some freaky stuff in there. Like yeah, there the is some really fish. freaky stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like there's those fish that are straight up see through. Yep. 
like anything down there is super creepy the angler so fish. if anyone said to me i saw this thing in the ocean i'd be like yep yeah probably that makes sense but yeah so um cryptids that are real like i said i just kind of wanted to tap into that excitement again because and to promote our uh bigfoot special which will be in five episodes so about a month out um so be on the lookout for that but so if anybody has any bigfoot stories yeah please, please. share yeah because there are a ton so if anybody has some good ones i would like to have them but yeah the uh i think that's super interesting that the idea of like such simple things to us were at one point mysterious like I think we've talked about that before and it's like an interesting thing to think about, but just like as simple as apes, that is the Bigfoot story. Well, think about, I mean, confirm for somebody. Yeah. I'm sure that has, that's happened with a lot of animals though, throughout the, right. Throughout the the first person to see you, whatever. Yeah. was just like, yeah. Yeah. Imagine a beaver. Just to just like, what's up with that thing with weird flat tail or like giant rodents in general, like the capybaras or capybara. Yeah. Capybara. They're so cute. Or like the giant sloth back in the day. Or like imagine a penguin. First <clears> off, <throat> what are you doing in this weird frozen place? Right. Why and don't, why can't why don't you, you fly? fly? And why is your body so long? Why do you swim so well? <laughs> why do you waddle so much? Why are you always <laughs> oh, with that other same penguin? They're my favorite. I know. I love penguins so much. Anyway, I'm excited about your story. Uh, oh, but first we have to take an ad break. Sorry. So you guys have to wait just like I do. Um which I've been saying fast forward button through because as a listener, I do that. Although I can't recommend you do that because then I realize we put our friends like shows on there and That's then it true. makes me feel bad. Listen, our friend shows are good. No, they really are. Seriously. So I'm, I'm doing a tour of our network and like I just finished all of War Meets World, which for me was just phenomenal. Love that experience. But I've started. Um, what are they? Uh, How I Met Your Friends and uh, How Will I Die podcast and. I'm about to start uh, Brew Crime and then a couple others. And I think we've done ads for almost all of them. So really check them out. Legitimately, we're pumping them up. And then everybody else on our network is also really good, like Super Media Bros. I uh, can't wait to check them out. It's just we have so many shows, like it's hard for me to get through all of them. But I am trying to check them out. So I legitimately am recommending them because I've enjoyed it as a listener. Also, I want to say I have attempted to listen to most of these podcasts. But to be fair, I have a walking, talking non-stop thing all day long named sterling yeah who literally never is quiet yeah. so listening to a podcast is basically impossible i miss all of it and if i don't miss it i end up having him saying what mama what'd they say mama what mama who's talking the to you time. talk to me mama that's mm-hmm. what he says so i enjoy it on my commute so it's impossible i do it if you like every once in a while when i'm alone which is you know never anyway so enjoy this ad yeah I'm Kyle. This is Steven. Together we host a show called Boar Meets World. Tell them what we cover on Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World, but that's not all, is it? No. No, we cover life experiences. Ours. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> all right, just check out the show, please. We really, <laughs> we really need it. Okay? We need a win. Just check us out. We talk about the show Boy Meets World. Each episode of our show, we run parallel for an episode of Boy Meets World where we will examine the show. That's way too much. What happens, you know, our life, how it relates to it, experiences. I can't believe you're still recording. I am recording this. <laughs> Check it out, guys. You'll get some hilarious stories from me and Steven from our childhood. You'll get a great... <laughs> ah, I lost it. 
Did you know that a man once jumped into a bulletproof window so much that he busted it out of the frame and fell to his death? I do. Hey, I'm Nicholas Howe, and I made an improvised comedy storytelling podcast about this death and many others. Using a multiverse of me's as the catalyst, I explore the various ways people have died. I also have special guests on and freak them out about how dangerous the world is. Did you know lakes can explode? You do now. Listen to the How Will I Die podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts, and follow us on Twitter at HWIDIEPOD. So I'm going to be talking about San Antonio Haunted Railroad Tracks. So like we said before, this story was given to, well, not really given to us, but like suggested to us by JT Tatum. So thank you for that. I've never heard this story. And although I appreciate you telling me the story also, thank you for making my life a little less happy. So there's a few different versions of this story. Um, and I just kind of picked my favorite one out of, they all kind of ended up being the same, but I picked kind of more detailed one. Um, so it's from either the 1930s and 1940s. It's all pretty much hearsay. Uh, but basically a, a nun was driving a school bus full of children back from a field trip on um, Shane Road in San Antonio. And that goes over, has the railroad tracks go over it. Um, and as she approached the train tracks, the bus stalled like on the tracks. And so she attempted to restart the bus. And then right then a train appeared out of nowhere is what everyone said is, and it apparently it's because a headlamp, the headlamp was out on the train. Um, she frankly tried to get the bus to start again, but had no luck when the train hit the bus. And um, all of the children died, but the nun was thrown out of the like window shield and lived. So next time you're cursing the, Bus stopping at the railroad track in front of yes, you. Yes, this is why. Just remember. The whole bunch of children. Because according to the story, that was 10 kids. So 10 kids died. Jeez, that's lucky that that wasn't a more populated school bus, though. Yeah. Not I mean, to say 10 kids yeah, dying is right. ever good, but. But in every other story, it's basically just a bus stalled on the tra- on train tracks, got hit. Not always does the bus driver live. But in some of it does. Um, I thought you said the nun got ejected. Nun bus driver. Oh, she was driving the bus. Yes, she was oh, driving the bus. Awesome nun. Um, so basically, after it Speaking all of happened, penguins. <laughs> what? so lame. I know. So basically, after everything that happened, the nun couldn't live with herself and what happened, and so she decided to kill herself by parking her car on the train tracks and waiting for a train to come, which maybe it happened more often back then. I'm not trying to like poke fun at this because it's sad, but like. If we did that at our train tracks, <laughs> you could be waiting there for like 10 hours. Or four minutes. And or four it all minutes. just depends. I mean. And also you'd be holding up a lot of traffic. Yeah. Like, like somebody so would find you. So much traffic. Yeah. Like, like people and people would know you were trying to kill yourself. Like they'd be like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? No. Leave me alone. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I oh. want to be here. <laughs> it's not funny. I know. Um. <laughs> Anyway, so then she said that once a train was visible, she claimed that she started hearing children's voices and her car started to move, even though it was turned off and in park, um, and was pushed off of the train tracks and pushed out of the way of the train. So after the train passed, she got out to see who helped her and no one was there. And she looked at the back of her car and there were handprints, little handprints on the back. Okay. I think... I think Javi actually told us the story. That's where I think I heard Probably. it from. Um, but then she felt like she had a new reason to live and opened up a school for orphans and she worked there until she died. So that's her story. So wait, in the other stories, who was this person, if not the ejected nun? No one. I think in other stories, it was just like 
they all died. And then if you, because that's part of the and lore. You if just you, go to the store. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, <clears throat> none of these stories are confirmed since there are literally no reports of a bus, a bus slash train accident in that time. Um, but the site obviously became extremely popular um, and many people visited to try to see and test out paranormal activity there. One of the biggest things that people would do is they would park their car on the train tracks and put it in park or turn it off and see and wait. And many people have rep- reported their car moving. And then what they would do is they would take baby powder and throw it on the back and there would be little handprints on the back of their car. Um, there's obviously been like people trying to dispute this and saying that like there is a like a decline. Um, but if you're that if your car is in neutral, that makes sense. If your car's in park, your car's not car's not going anywhere. And there's been like a bunch of people that claimed this happening. Including people I know. I just can't remember who it was. Um oh. No, I do remember now. It was Sean. Was it Sean? It was I Sean. thought he told us the tunnel story. Crap, it wasn't Sean. No, guys. he told us the tunnel story. It's someone else, but I know somebody who's done this. Actually, we need to ask him what that tunnel was called. I want to do a tourist thing. Yeah, on we it. could do that. Anyways. Um so also a lot of reports of voices, especially young, young voices. Um, someone watching them in the distance and apparitions. One woman actually went there and was taking pictures and saw nothing. And then when she went back, she has a picture of an apparition in it. And I will, we will post that on there. It's actually a pretty good picture. Another story is a woman claimed that she was driving home one night. She saw a young girl on the side of the tracks and asked her if she needed to ride home. The girl got in her car, told her where she lived, gave her directions. Um, but when they got to the house, she wouldn't get out and she refused to get out. And so then the woman was like, oh, well, she must have just like run away. And so she started to walk up to their house. But before she got to the door, she turned around and there was no one in the car anymore. She went back to her car and the seatbelt was still buckled and the car was empty. So weird. Could you imagine? OK, let's just say that that one's real. Terrifying. I mean, you'd need new pants. A hundred percent. That is insane. That would be a nightmare. That'd be the I, worst experience. Also, like... Because no psychopath playing a prank gets out and then rebuckles the freaking... Yeah, why would they do that? Right? Like, nobody would do that. Unless they're, like, that super the into freaking people out. I don't right. know. That'd be crazy. Anyway. Also, where... Like, you would hear them open the door. I know. It's really loud. So, um, another, like, not as paranormal side but more of just people suck side because this has become such a huge site for people to visit and test stuff out like parking their car and then getting out to look for things um it has also become a high crime area where people carjack a lot of people <laughs> and will also steal their crap out of their car so they'll wait until they leave and then run out from the bushes and steal their crap oh that's so smart really cool um so guys don't don't check this on your own yeah or like you know don't leave important things in your car. Or maybe like, you know, do the test and then drive somewhere else and then get out. Whatever. Take a weapon with you. I don't know. Anyways, um, another less happy thing is they are actually apparently in the next like month, they're completely changing up the way the tracks like work. Like they're adding different tracks and stuff. So a lot of people are saying that they think the haunted aspect will be gone. Mm. So that's kind of sad because so we got to take a road trip to San Antonio. No, I'm good. I don't want to get carjacked. Speaking of which, we're still going to do a ghost hunt. Oh my gosh. Um, now this that it's again. warming up because she promised and it's warm. So here you go. I did so not promise it's anything. It's going to be the launch of our YouTube channel. I didn't promise anything. You're full of lies. We had enough people answer. That, that, was that. I didn't promise. Rachel. RJ. You have to be cool. <laughs> I don't have to be cool because what you're not realizing is like me there on camera will not be cool. It'll you know, be highly you? embarrassing. That's the best part. I could possibly pee my pants. That's fine. That's good TV. It, it, the saddest part is it, all, it won't even take 
like a ghost. It could just be like a weird animal or a hobo. That's the, yeah, the increased likelihood of pants peeing. It's good times for you, not me. I feel like this is like a Thor Loki situation. Get help. Yeah. All right. Anyway, good story, though. Yeah, I've heard but that one. Really sad. Yeah, very sad. Children's hands pushing your car out of the way. It's it's really cute and sweet, though. It's cute and sweet. Instead of being like, yeah, hey, but like what if they're just stuck at the freaking railroad for eternity? Yeah, and what if they feel like that's like their job. I don't want them that to be their job. That's I mean, sad. I don't either, but it's better than being like, hey, I'm really mad because I died here. So I'm going to like keep people here yeah. and make them get hit by trains. It's true. That'd be a lot worse. Guys, just don't go park on train tracks. Like, it's a bad idea. Especially yeah, if it's a place another thing, like, where it's like, someone died here from being here. Well, yeah, but that was like the 30s. It was a long time ago. Trains are trains. Yeah, but I think back then there weren't even the little arms. Trains are trains, We babe. have arms now. Yeah, so they're betraying the arms to go sit there. No, I agree. I'm not arguing. These people are dumb. It's not a they good idea. They don't do it when a train's coming, I think. Well, maybe well they, they shouldn't. I don't know. Maybe but they, they do. don't know. Just maybe like the some nun. of the daredevils do. The nun didn't know. The nun did on accident. Even still. Anyway, yeah, good story. Um, if you're in San Antonio and you do this and you get baby handprints, you better send us some baby check handprints. Check it out safely, please. Yeah, check it out safely, but send us some baby handprints. Don't um, go over there and then get your car jacked we'll and then get mad good, at us. We'll find some good pictures. We'll post them on our social media accounts. Anyway, um, what do you think about that, though? You think it's really legit or what? Well, I mean, there's not even like evidence it actually happened, so true. I just wonder what how it all started. Because one thing I did read about, which I wasn't really going to talk about, because I donn't know how like it is pretty pertinent, which is what we're talking about right now. But um, at the exact same time in Salt Lake City, basically the same that thing did happen. Maybe like that's bus, what I heard about then. A bus did stall, and it did end up killing a bunch of kids on a bus. It was like thirty though instead of ten, which is. Not that 10 isn't sad, but you know what I mean. Yeah, so you could have had that um, whole, like, oh, that happened here thing. Well, but then San Antonio even, they have, like, a, they had, like, a clip, a news, a news clip where San Antonio posted about it. But Salt Lake? In their thing, but it was Salt Lake. So, mm. chance that that kind of started it. I just wonder how it became that exact road. Right. And things like that. That's where, like, urban legends are really cool. But also, like, weird. Like, because you know it was just, like, one dude. Yeah, and, like, that's how it started. Who, like said oh I, that happened here i heard that happened here once and just everyone's like, like they, what where just like they think like aids started from someone having sex with a monkey it's like one person made this mistake and now just like how people think the, the world <laughs> the earth is flat you mean like that well no but not one person thought it was flat a uh, bunch uh, of people obviously one person at the beginning had to no because a bunch of people like stand on the ground they're like it looks flat to me <laughs> and that's the problem with that now we know where our one star came from <laughs> yeah now we're gonna get another one because there's another <laughs> flat earth they're like okay look i talk like that but that's not my fault <laughs> um <laughs> it does look flat that's what it'll say um yeah i don't know i mean that one sounds like pretty urban legendary and legendy to me but very yeah, cool. Yeah, like I feel like the one we talked about, um, I don't know what it's called. The one with the uh, black guy who lived in the white town who was like a super good oh, farmer. Uh, ghost, th- we're going to do the hus- ghost hunt. Was that it? Yeah, that's go- oh, Goatman's yeah, Bridge. Goatman's Bridge. Um, that one feels like it could be more realistic to me of it actually happening. Because even even though they're like, we have no like physical evidence of him being there. I'm like back then there wasn't all that great evidence. Right. Of who we're lived here where, like if 10 kids got hit. Especially if they burned down his house. Well, here's the thing I would say. If you guys do have proof or like you've found newspaper yes. clippings or something, like, let us know. But yeah, that makes sense. Remember as far as I found, it's like pretty thing. legendy. That's cool, though. I like that. 
Mm, I don't know if I can say the word cool about a bus full of kids dying. Well, okay. It's even cooler if it didn't happen. So there you go. Now you're the but one who wants. But it did happen in Salt Lake. So oh. it happened no matter what. Fair enough. Anyway, so this has been another episode on that on that terrible disappointment. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So this has been another episode of Skeptical Skeptics. Uh, our usual end show stuff. So we appreciate all the new listeners. We appreciate all the old listeners. There's two more. Um, that's at least four this episode, probably six. Um, but we do. I mean, that's the cool part, right? Like, we really do appreciate you guys. There's which, like no other word to really like describe it. That's it's, it's bigger than that. Yeah. I but mean, there's not a whole else we el- like, lot else we got for it. There's quite a bit of effort put into this. I would say I burn like what four hours a week. I literally do homework to do this, which yeah. like I vowed to never do homework again when I graduated high no school. No one made I mean, us college. do this. That's the weird part. This was a choice. Yeah, we decided completely. to just do this. And, so like, it like. We have to like deal with our dogs and our kids and get everything to be some like a semblance of quiet, which if you don't know us, that's basically impossible in our house. It is. It's very difficult. And we also have to like look stuff up and make sure we don't sound stupid. And, and then I sit and edit it for two and a half hours. And stay up later than we want to. Because we have freaking yawn sessions like crazy. Ugh, and um, saying words wrong. And yeah. Oh, man. You guys, sh- you guys should have heard me say cryptozoological. Um, 50, 60 times. Baby's crying. Baby's always crying. Always crying. Nonstop. When we, the minute these mics turn on, the baby starts crying, even though he's the easiest baby. It's like if a mom is eating or we are podcasting. Yes. He's crying. So anyway, all that ranting to say, it's incredibly validating whenever you guys reach out because then it makes it all seem worth it. And when you, when we, you know, get lots and lots of downloads, obviously. And reviews. Yes, we appreciate it. So that's why we appreciate you so much because honestly... I don't even know what made us do this, but I'm glad we're doing it. And it's a lot of fun. I do. What? We just thought it'd be cool. We're like, we like this stuff. Other people like this stuff. Let's talk about this. stuff. I thought it would be cool. Lasts about a week. It's enough to make the Amazon orders of getting the freaking microphone. I remember when we like, I remember like after a few weeks, I was like, I'd be okay if we stopped. (laughs) Like We're not doing that great. It's fine. I'd be cool. Five or six weeks in, I was like. Am I really this committed? We could one day just be like, hey, I like did a podcast for like a month once. Yeah. You're like, what? You're like, yeah, it wasn't a big deal. Yeah, but then it got to the point like where we started to feel like we'd let people down if we stopped. So well, also we started to really enjoy it and see it. It's like, oh, That's people true. actually are listening. Which is why Anna specifically and a couple others, if you're starting at the bottom and now you're here, geez. We started at the bottom. We now started we're here. at the bottom. I'm just saying. Yeah, those first episodes are really cringy. I'm not trying to say we're like magical now no or i anything. didn't say where here was i'm sure there's lots of things we do wrong consistently yeah like but like ranting for 10 minutes at the end of an episode about something that makes no sense to anybody but anyways the, it's rough it's 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 some tough times yeah those those first episodes are real rough so um but yeah so glad we're here glad we're doing it and that's why i keep saying a million times over we appreciate you guys because without you we literally would have no reason to do this Mm-mm. so that's really why it all means something so we appreciate it there's number seven or eight. I'm never going to stop. Now he's doing it more on purpose. I'm not. I'm, it's just literally the only thing that comes to mind. Anyway, have a good week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. So I want to take a moment to talk about PodCoin. It's a new app that's out there that actually pays you to listen to podcasts, which considering you're listening to our podcast, I would think 
maybe you're interested in this. Um, for every 10 minutes that you listen to it, you're going to get something called a pod coin, which you can use to rack up uh, gift cards or stuff for charity. So like we do calories for dogs or like dog food, as Rachel so adamantly wants me to call it. But they count it in calories. And so dadgummit, we've donated like 9000 calories to pups. Um, it's pretty great. So no other podcast app lets you do that. So check it out. Podcoin. Use our promo code SKEP, SKEP, S-K-E-P, S-K-E-P, all caps, no spaces. And you'll get 300 free Podcoins uh, for your session with Podcoin.